Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 197. We are premiering a little late today. We are apologizing, but we wanted to say thank you to our guest, Emerald Nomad. Nakia was so wonderful to come in, and she was so incredible to get to know her story and how incredible she made her, her own pivot in her business. And now she is owner of the Emerald Nomad. And we're excited because she's actually... Um, helping us out at our wedding. So to tell you a little bit about her mobile bar and catering service business, we decided to just, you know, give her a chance to show us in person. So she will be premiering, well, she will be premiering for us at our wedding. And uh, we're hoping that it is gonna be a whole lot of fun, especially with something so beautiful as her mobile bar. And we were very excited to just dive right in and get to hear her story. She was incredible. She's an incredible businesswoman. So shout out to Nakia. Let's jump into a little bit of our own business. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website at findingarizonapodcast.com. We do have social media. It is all under Finding Arizona Podcasts. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Very easy for you guys to connect with us. Tell us what you're liking. Tell us what you want to hear next. On top of which, we do have a Patreon page where you can help support support us regularly. So we have a bonus uh, podcast called Fine Examination, 50 rapid fire questions that we ask every guest who comes through our door. So if you wanna know what they're reading, what they're watching on TV, what they're into, this is the podcast you wanna hear. So you have heard a couple of bonus podcasts from us we premiered not too long ago. So you guys know the kind of content we bring to the table. We're excited for you guys to hear some more. And if you want to just really wanna support us every day, kind of monthly, whatever you want to do to make this podcast continue to be great, this is the place to do it. Uh, we do provide other opportunities to support us. We do have t-shirts available, so go check out our merchandise store, on top of which we just want to be here for the community, and you can always drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. That in turn will help you get to our next page which is our community cork board and that is uh, up for you guys to go and send your events to us so that we can set up an announcement here so we have three incredible uh, events coming up that we are very excited to announce. So the very first one, our dear friends over at Helio Basin Brewery. They have their third year anniversary party coming up August 10th. That's a Saturday from 6 to 10 p.m. Go check it out. It is so incredible to hear this in, uh, this brewery come to life. We have done an episode with these two owners. It was so much fun to getting to know their stories. So go check out our previous episode with them. Next up uh, on our community corkboard, the KJ KZZ Group uh, 91.5 Summer Sizzle. This is a mix and mingle for you guys who are wanting to meet some of the professionals over at KJZZ, our local um, NPR news, radio news group. So they're going to be over at Short Leash on 7th Ave from 5.30 to 7.30 and that is August 7th. I'm very excited to actually go check this out because I want to meet some of the incredible professionals that do incredible pieces that I listen to on my routine route home and uh, that is just something that I really want to get to know them because they're much 
a storyteller as I am. So anything that I can pick up from them, I want to take that and run with it and hopefully uh, inject a little bit of that into my podcast. Uh, last up, our summer, uh, our, our friends over at the Churchill, our dear, dear friends, uh, are putting on a summer cool down August 16th. That is the Churchill over on North Street. Uh, you guys know this place. It is so crazy cool to go check this place out. I encourage anyone who hasn't been there to do so. It's located downtown off of Roosevelt Row. You can definitely get a drink. You can get food. You can have so much fun there. So go check it out. That's the summer cool down. You get, I think you get, uh, it's free attendance. There's a live DJ, uh, snow shave ice. Our friend Tony is going to be there. There's going to be other um, pieces of their uh, people who work there. So let me run down the list. Pop and Tea Bar, Nomadic Ice Cream Rolls, Melt Ice Cream Shop, uh, Foxy Fruit. Everyone that you can possibly imagine with their tasty cold bites. you got to come check this out. Again, that's August 16th. That's Friday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So that runs to the end of our community cork board. Let's jump into this episode, episode number 197 with our guest Nakia of the Emerald Nobat. Let's do this. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a convo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Madera Interior Solutions is the homeowner's exclusive choice for inspired whole home cabinetry. Your home is one of your greatest assets. When it comes to investing in your dream kitchen, don't settle for cheap and don't feel like you need to go over budget. Madera has American-made in-stock products and custom fabricated options that can be suited to everything on your wish list. Madera Interior Solutions is an a accredited by the BBB. Their products are not only made in the U.S., but they're also eco-friendly. Visit Madera online at madeiracabinets.com. You can speak directly with the team member at 480-664-0343 or visit them in person in Mesa at 745 West Baseline Road. Welcome back, guys, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests every week, and today is no different. She is the owner of not only the Emerald Nomad, but the Emerald, remind me of the second name? Concepts. Concepts. Okay. Emerald Concepts, yes. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and just kind of give everyone your first and last name. Okay. My name is Nakia Scarborough. Welcome, Um, Nakia. First off, thank you for coming by. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) So let's just jump into it. Emerald Concepts and Emerald Nomad. There's two different 
variable um, situations going on, but they kind of weld into one um, overarching concept. And why don't you explain how you got from point A to point B? Um, I got married in 2017 and I ended up planning my entire wedding all by myself. Wow. That's yeah. kind of what we're doing. Kind of. Kind of. We have some help. We have we have a very, very nice planner. Shout who's, out to Paige. Shout out to Paige who's helping us. She's amazing. I know her. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, you do? I do know her. Yes. Um, How long have you known her? Um, I met her at a venue sometime around last year. Okay. And she was planning her own wedding at yeah, that point. That's yeah, that's right. That is very true. Yep. So now we have a similar person in cons, uh, on yes. top of which I'm pretty sure you've known, you know, a lot of other people in like the wedding industry as well, right? I do. Yeah. As so, I kind of continue this, I just meet more and yeah. more people. It's all about networking, really. You yeah, know? absolutely. So last week we had, or two weeks ago, we had a couple of bartenders, Neil and Kate, Kinsey. Kinsey, come in. So that was fun for us to kind of like talk to them. I Where were know. they from? Um, so a couple of bartenders is uh, basically their business and it's essentially... Oh, the uh, tap truck. Yeah, the yes. tap truck. There you go. <laughs> tap truck. I should be more specific. There's overarching... Like a lot of you guys are doing mobile businesses, which I really enjoy. And it's a new concept that I find very refreshing and very much find myself slowly or like I love seeing the different types of mobile concepts and yes for me i grew up with my dad who owned a food truck for a little bit and i helped him you know do the food truck uh, prep every food meal that he sold and yeah so i know kind of like a little bit of the ins and outs of uh owning a mobile business so i want to talk to you about um not only the, the the mobile aspect of it but again you said that you brought up you did the wedding on your own yes and so was that something that you were um finding yourself attracted to being a part of like finding yourself attracted to the to the wedding industry and wanting to be a part of that overall like just job oh yeah absolutely um me myself i'm actually really really cheap so okay. um i didn't want to hire anybody to oh, do something <laughs> that i felt like i could do myself yeah so um i i looked into everything i made all of my own centerpieces i did wow. everything that i could to make it as cheap as possible uh, yeah and i enjoyed it i really did good so that that's was... kind of what drove me to here yeah yeah on top of which you also have two very big variables in your life your son and your daughter yes <laughs> <laughs> who are a big part of it i can see that from not only your social media just but in overall like when i read a couple of your write like things about written about you i mean a big part of this um job and what you do is the entrepreneur side and being a family uh, a mom on top of that so it's like a uh, a well-oiled machine doing the two things and trying to you know you want the best for your children you want the best for your family so was that was transitioning away from the what was it uh, i looked it up it's uh you were at a mobile like a mobile yes a mobile mini the mobile stores yeah the mobile stores you know actually i still do that job as well oh, okay so cool. um i i do all, All of, of these it. things. Yeah. I am the mother. I work a full-time corporate job and I own these companies on that the side. amazing. And you do it all with a smile. <laughs> yes, but I'm very, very busy. <laughs> very, very busy. I get it. And what, uh, what about, you know, one of the things that I always ask any entrepreneurs, especially when they come in with families and it's like, what's your support system look like? How, 
how involved is your family and how involved is your husband with the business? Oh, please. My husband is everything. Uh, my mom and my husband are very, very supportive. My mom lives right around the corner. So oh, okay. she kind of watches the kids when we can't. Nice. But my husband, I mean, he's everything. He literally pushes that bar trailer into place nice. wherever we need to go. He drives it, it there. He pushes it there. And he does anything I ask him to. And then on top of that, while I'm working the jobs, he watches the kids. Yeah. So if I didn't have the support, there's no way I'd be able to do it. Absolutely. And that's a good way. I mean, that is, for me, that's something that I find very, very beautiful because every person I always, you know, when they come in here, I want to find out what that support system looks like just because, you know, we, we can't all do it on our own. Oh, and, not you know, at all. There's someone or somebody helping in some sort of fashion you know you, you can work as hard as you want but to get to the level you know to the next level it takes a team it takes support it takes you know it takes a, a village it takes a village there you go not just to raise the kids but to <laughs> yeah. get to that next level yeah absolutely so can you give us a little bit like you know your kids are what what age are they what how much concept do they have about your business and you know how much do they get involved like do they want to you know, mom, take me with you. I want to go sell some stuff. Oh, they love it. Okay, so my daughter is six. She wants to turn the bar into a lemonade stand, and I keep telling yes! her it's not legal for us <laughs> to do that. Um, but she really, really enjoys that. Um, Kieran, uh, my son, he's nine, and he really enjoys it as well. He loves um, the entrepreneurial kind of spirit behind it. You can yeah. tell he enjoys having his mom be a business owner. Yeah. Uh, for one of their events at school, I took it up there and they turned it into a soda stand. So nice. it was like, oh, look, this is my mom's trailer <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. They they love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. And you, you get involved. Like you said, you take it to their school and everything. Was that something, you know, one of the hard parts for, for me, at least, to kind of accept my father being this like entrepreneurial type yeah. was like realizing, like going out with him and, and doing the sort of actions that like seeing him interact with the community was probably one of the biggest things that I could take away from that, um, you know, from his business. Was there something for you that was like that moment of like, oh, aha, like this is something that I know that I can do for a very long time. What was that moment for you that clicked? Oh, that's a really hard one. Um, we do a festival around um, Black Friday usually every mm -hmm. year. It's Well, it's actually the Saturday after Black Friday. And I just got involved with them last year. It was one of those things where I just sent them an email. I was like, hey, you know, I understand everybody is kind of already filled up the spots, but yeah. if you don't have a bartender, if you don't mind, I'd love to step in and do it. Absolutely. And they accepted right away. And I've done so many events for them now and just continuing on, like just bringing the community together is a big deal for me. But yeah. I think my children see that as well. Like they ride in the truck when we deliver the trailer out and they, you know, they get to come out and help me carry the things in. So I think... My family in general, we just we kind of all have that entrepreneurial spirit that's at good. this point. Yeah, that's very good. I could kind of see from just your uh, daughter's attitude about the lemonade stand. She's going to be a hustler. She'll be just fine. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, I also wanted to ask kind of your how did you develop your skill level as far as bartending goes? Was that something that was like prior to owning the truck or was that something that you had to go and take classes for? Oh, Jose, I've, I was literally almost born in a bar. No, uh, <laughs> my mom has been a bartender all of my life. Get out of town. Yes. So um, I was that cool person in high school that could walk into a bar and not get kicked out yeah yeah of course i couldn't drink yeah um, they just knew you by first name just yeah. like let her go let i you- had uh, <laughs> plenty of uh, shirley temples back then there you go but my mom has taught me a lot yeah. of course yeah you have to go through the training and make mm-hmm. sure you're certified and everything but for the most part when i book an event i hire fully trained bartenders i have a staff of three right now and awesome. i just kind of rotated between the three yeah. of them that's awesome i was curious too it's like what's the situation as far as like your daily kind of like weekly process especially when scheduling comes up or just kind of you know some of the ins and outs that make up your business what you know how much are you involved like how much are you involved in scheduling how much are you involved in all these different facets what can you take us through kind of a typical scheduling yeah um i i do all the scheduling so when someone reaches out via the web page or internet or wherever mm-hmm. i'm the one that they usually talk to um as far as when they actually book the event, um, my bar manager, Renee, kind of works with them and kind of figures out what they want to drink, sure. how and what we need to do. She does all my supply shopping. Awesome. Um, and then me and my husband, we drag the trailer out there and put it into place. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I Just overall, because, you know, some people really want to understand um, just kind of the know how involved is the owner like they they love hearing that kind of uh you know that especially those who are like just starting out and from their bootstraps like really grinding it out and like doing a lot of the involved work into it and you know there's you've gotten to a point where you have employees and was that a hard transition like what what was the first employee interview like what was that kind of like letting go of that first event I'm very lucky. My bar manager, Renee, is one of my best friends. Oh, good. So um, she actually owns a staffing company on the side. And what a lucky person you are. I know, my best friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She she finds these people for me. And I usually, like the same three, have been in rotation for the last year. So That's great. Yeah. So it's just that kind of you've really, from the looks of it, if you look at the overall scope, I mean, you've been very blessed to have these kind of beautiful moments of transition of like going from one point to another. And it's just been, um, to me, it seems a little bit easier than most people. But was there um, a hard time? Was there a kind of a what's the most conflicted or I guess what's one of the biggest hardships that oh, you had to go there's through? There's always hardships, you know. Um Actually moving the trailer into places where, you know, clients want them. Sometimes that's the hardship. Yeah. Or actually booking the job. You know, there's a lot of bartending companies out there. Mm-hmm. And they you can hire one for a very cheap price. But mine, it, it's a premium package. Once you yeah. hire, that tra- hire us for the trailer, you get the mixers, the cups, <laughs> the ice, the yeah. bartender. So there's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah. And we have to charge premium prices because of that. Okay. Yeah. So that could be kind of one of the hardships is getting over 
being just a bartending service. Yeah. And we're what we're really catering to is we're really like beverage catering. Yeah. So concierge. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're trying to make the process easier, but mm-hmm. we're also saving you money if you look at the scheme of things. Uh, the overall scope. The overall of, scope. You know, when you're a I can attest as being someone who has just, you know, hosted a party of that ma- like a bigger There's a lot. gathering. There's yeah. a lot to it and you you want to um, you know, be able to communicate and have conversations with all the guests and, you know, kind of say hi to everyone. And you can't really do that with the overall um, everyone just like hounding you for drinks and hounding you for food and things like that. Exactly. And they want, they want that experience. And, you know, overall, I think having in especially a bigger context, like a 20 plus person event, you want someone there to be able to like, hey, look, I got the drinks. Just worry about the guests. Exactly. And so take it from there. And everyone's happy. <laughs> exactly. Um, what, you know, another thing that I wanted to ask you is why did you choose that particular, was there a story of why you chose the particular model? Because it's a very particular model. And I, I don't know if you want to tell everyone what's the what year and the, the make of the, the um, trailer. It's a 1966 Shasta. Yes. So when I actually looked into doing this whole business i found a company in california and they just told me that you know they would have to rebuild the trailer basically from the wheels up to make it sturdy Mm -hmm. and to be able to handle what we were trying to make it do functional functional yeah Yeah. um so no i did kind of pick a shasta but she ended up finding a shasta for me which was cool yeah and um i was just curious because you know the shastas are you know they're a very particular breed of like you know trailers and i was just curious everyone chooses a particular um i know for the tap truck he wanted a truck because yeah. he was looking for a smaller concept of a of a mobile business and so he chose that particular truck because he liked the the make and the model and there was a story behind his childhood of like why he loved that car in particular right so it's like for me too um you know my dad loved his food truck but we felt like it was missing something so what we ended up doing was you know around his logo because we i grew up on an indian reservation and so the the tribe that i grew up has a particular set of artwork and very stylistic on what what goes into it so my brother uh, and my cousin concept conceptually hand drew some like hopi designs around his logo oh that's awesome and it was just like that kind of made the truck what it was and it was very unique and very special so it's like i know when picking these vehicles or when picking something that you're going to use i mean i thought about using this particular set of recorders and microphones before buying it so it's like i know what goes into when you finally choose something it's like this is the perfect one this is the one i want right (laughs) um but yeah i just you know what the, does the Shasta like for you? Do you find yourself most comfortable in that air in the inside of it? Do you, did you love it at first sight? I think if you look back in the history of the Shasta or any campers, really, the Shasta was kind of like the number one back in the day. You oh, know, yeah. the wings were like the iconic figure yeah. for the camper back in the day, and I really wanted it to be the compact one. So that's yeah. basically what she found. She found me a compact Shasta. But she ended up having to rebuild it, and she actually modified it to nice. where it's like in height higher than what it was, was. so oh, we nice. could stand up comfortably. In that it. is crazy yeah. good. That is awesome. 
and even the door is on the on a different side than what it was originally originally yes but that's just because when we pull it into a spot it's easier for us to have the door on the opposite side yeah of the driver's side that's awesome like see these are the types of things that like really in particular no one would know just taking a look at your shasta like you know this is shasta i want to you know i want to look at it i want to see it but I didn't know that concept. Like, I didn't know you had to rebuild it from the ground up. That's yes. really, like, intensive. Was it hard? Was it difficult to say yes to the rebuild all from the ground up, even though? Yes, of course. It's It was scary. I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. But she helped walk me through it. Her name is Brooke, by the way. Okay. American Travelers Restoration. She's amazing. Nice. Shout out, Brooke. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she walked me through everything. And we ended up coming out with a design that worked for what I needed, like for the water, Mm -hmm. for the power, and just for the aesthetics of the inside of the trailer. So we ended up making it work. Yeah. That's, I like that. Was there anything about this, um, as you kind of progress along with this business, I know that you brought up in one of your articles that the wedding industry is kind of oversaturated with so many people and entrepreneurs that want to help out and especially during a special moment like that can you kind of pick out what you bring to the table and what makes you different from some of these other competitors absolutely uh well both of my companies what we can do is we can put on a full event nice it's not that we just bring a bar we can plan your whole event and decorate yeah we have relationships with all types of different vendors um staffing we can do all of that so it's kind of like what i was going for was the one-stop shop yeah and that's exactly what it's turning out to be can you give us a a favorite story of you know one like that you it could be about the trailer it could be about you know just overall like a wedding event or something just give give us a a nice like really something that really pertains to your business that really made you your heart warm like after it happened Ooh, that all goes probably back to that first festival that I did yeah. in Ahwatukee. And it was just amazing. Just the fact that, you know, me and my family were able to get the trailer down into the space that they wanted. <laughs> down a big hill with a whole bunch of loops and holes and yeah. rocks. Um, but actually pulling it off because that was one of the biggest major events that we were able to do. Yeah. And everybody loved us. That's Everybody is good. happy. You know, it's one thing to just do an event, but to make people happy, mm-hmm. that's the important part to me. Yeah. As long as everybody's happy, smiling, and has a drink in their hand, <laughs> yeah. I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself like, uh, I know when, you know, as hard as it is for some people, like the job kind of takes over and becomes a, somewhat repetitive. Do you... Do you think you'll ever get tired of the wedding industry or do you think you'll, you know, because I know like subway workers just get tired of eating sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> like that sort of thing. Do you like, do you not want to have a party? Like, because I can imagine like oh, that, that's, no. that's like, I do parties all the time. Like, why would I want to host my own? But it's not just about weddings. It's about parties in general. Yeah. So, I mean, every party is different. I've done grand opening parties for nice. real estate companies. Oh, wow. You know, nice. like yeah. every every event is different. So, it, yeah, I cater to weddings because, you know, 
that's an easy one to pick up mm-hmm. based on the on my background and yeah. everything. But I can literally do any type of party anywhere where there's alcohol, and that's pretty much everywhere. <laughs> is pretty much what I'm up targeting. Your alley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, I just like again we. I just really feel something special towards what your not only your concept but your your branding as well. Where did that branding come from? Is that your doing or is that, you know, you working with someone? No. Um well, my logo was created by one of my friends. She hand drew it, but okay. nice. everything else like all all the social media posts yeah. and everything that all comes from me. Oh, and awesome. I just yeah. I plan it out and it's usually while I'm hiding in a room <laughs> away from my children. I plan out Mom, a couple. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I plan out a couple like post like maybe i do like three at a time yeah just to kind of keep it even yeah and yeah that's it's all me basically that's really cool like so now that you brought that up i want to ask like what for you how do you find that balance of like okay i'm gonna do work after dinner like can you give us a little bit of like how you situate the work time um spacing especially you said that you were working yes at that other place i work eight to five every day so um i do if i do plan out some of my instagram posts or whatever i do them in the morning before Mm -hmm. i go to work yeah um everything else after work i have to wait until my children go to bed otherwise i just can't get anything done (laughs) (laughs) fed and then bedtime (laughs) bedtime and then i can start working on more things but if anyone sends me an email or inquiry during the day those are things that i'm able to answer during the day yeah absolutely i like that you have worked somehow this magical like you've made it to just seem so easily and effortless um no, why thank you. I don't feel that way. <laughs> I, I can tell. Like you you know, I want you to realize how much, you know, people admire just the overall, you know, the view of what you have and on top of that the hard work that goes into it cuz definitely you are no joke. <laughs> you are something special and I I really encourage people to go check you out. Um thank you. Is there is there a piece of this business that people don't understand that you want them to know or realize? I think for me, it, it's the pricing. You know, uh-huh. like I told you, yeah, I take running out to the store and during your event out of the way. Yeah. You know, the only thing you really have to do is provide alcohol. Everything else is accounted for. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got the cups. I've got the ice. I, I do all the mixers. I even make some of the syrups by hand. Wow. You know, I literally do all of this. Yeah. So, yes, you have to pay me premium prices, but you will be happy that you did because yeah. I've got it. I've got your bag. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, so this was the, the, tr- the Emerald Nomad, I read about it. So you started in 2014 with the Emerald Concept. Yes. It was it 2017 the Emerald Nomad came into position? Um, it was last year, so 2018. 2018. Okay. So now you've had this incredible run, and you're seeing the 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 concept grow. Is there more concepts that you have in your head that you want, like that it's mulling around in there? Because I'm oh, Jose, I can't tell you <laughs> that. Oh, dang it! I thought I, was, I thought I could get it exclusive right now. <laughs> no, I can't tell you that. I would obviously like to grow my fleet of trailers. Um, mm-hmm. I can't tell you what the next one's gonna look like. Yeah. Um, you know, I I designed this last one, so there's no way that I'm just gonna 
have Joe Schmo on the street, you know, <laughs> build a new one for me. No, it's yeah. my design. It's going to come out the way that I like it. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you what it's going to look like, but it's coming. Oh, awesome. I love that. And do you find yourself kind of, um, are you your harshest critic? Because I know that I am as, as like any entrepreneur. Absolutely. You're your harshest critic. Oh, yeah. What have you done to combat that kind of negative thoughts and negative feelings? If it wasn't for my husband, I probably already would have stopped. Oh, wow. <laughs> my husband, has a... he's so positive. That's really... And he really helps me out when those times when I'm really beating myself down. Yeah. Um, he really, really helps me out. That's so good. And yeah. where, I mean, how long have you guys been together? What's, you know, what's your guys' oh, story? <laughs> Was he here before the business too? Like, oh, I yeah. Imagine. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's like... We have been together for... It's been about 10 and a half years. We worked to get we worked together at Mobile Mini. Okay. And he's he still works there, but now I work in a different location. Yeah. So we still work for the same company. You know, we're partners at work, we're partners at home. That's awesome. It's we just, don't know any different. That, we met at work. We used to have to work <laughs> in the same office, so there's just there's no way around getting away from each other. You have yeah. to work it out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, we have a section of our podcast called Brittany's Big Question. Ooh. And so Brittany Ooh. gets one opportunity at the big question. Yes. So. I want to go back into your bartending background and okay. kind of have a two-parter. Yes. Favorite drink to make and then favorite drink to enjoy. Okay. So I love anything that's spicy mm. Ooh. or I just love to drink straight whiskey. Oh. Okay. Yes. So the straight whiskey is you and me, and then the spicy is you and Britt. Okay, we can drink together, guys. <laughs> she loves a bloody margarita. Or bloody, bloody Mary. Bloody so sorry. Love this. <laughs> I can only drink one, though. Really? You can only drink one? Yeah, any more than that, it just feels like a, an extra meal. You know how thick it is? Yeah, it's that's just, true. It is a meal. True. And there's you. some places that really like give you all kinds of toppings <laughs> that can really make it a meal. So um, one <laughs> is enough. <laughs> what is those, uh, those Instagram photos where like, they, they're throwing on donuts and like all sorts there's of other... There's hamburgers. There's <laughs> all kinds. No, I just can't. I, a piece of bacon is good for me, but anything more than that, I just can't just handle it. Salary. No. <laughs> <laughs> piece of bacon as like a swizzle stick yes bacon and an olive i'm good <laughs> and here's the other thing too so when we talked to um the the couple for a uh, couple of bartenders and the tap truck so their little ones are so involved to the point where they're making mocktails have your kids gotten to that point of like mom mom check out my mocktail <laughs> You know, I try to keep my kids away from <laughs> yeah. actually making drinks. I don't want them to run into that alcohol too quick. Uh, but no, they're they're not they're not doing anything like that just yet. Just yet, yeah. But I do feel like as I start making more and more syrups, that they will probably get involved. Especially yeah. my daughter; she's a baker, so oh, nice. yes, yeah. so she'll definitely want to put her spin on whatever yeah. I'm sure. making. Mm-hmm. What has been the hardest kind of syrup you've made? Oh, um, I made a pineapple jalapeno syrup one time and not that it was too hard, but it's hard to get the balance between the two. You know, you don't want it to be too sweet or too spicy. So it's kind of, it's like chemistry. It's food chemistry. You have to figure out the balance between the two, right? Yeah. You're, you're basically a mad scientist. (laughs) You have to be. (laughs) What was that like? Was that like a cutting up a bunch of pineapples and like, like 
Yeah, you make blending the, them together. Yeah, you make the simple syrup, and then you boil the jalapenos and the pineapple in together, and then you have to wait till it cools, and and nice. then bottle it. Huh. I didn't. I never thought about a simple syrup that made that way. So I gotta try one. I'm very particular to a lavender. Ooh, I, like I bet you I can make you one of those. Nice. I will have to get yeah. you. Yeah. She that. made a lavender drink cocktail the other couple of days ago, and I was just like, yes, this is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no She's my next that. bartender. She, yeah. I haven't told you, I kept, but I'm, I, rec- I'm recruiting. I keep telling people all the time, she, use her as much as you want. Get her out of the house, <laughs> please. Just take her. <laughs> I love you. I just want you to experience a lot of like, cool things. Like Everyone who's come in here is like, Brittany could do this. Brittany could do this. I was like, why not? Let's make a YouTube channel about it. Brittany, Brittany tries stuff. <laughs> oh, Brittany, you're always welcome. <laughs> Sounds great. My health insurance just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. <laughs> um, you know, this is incredible. Like, you have so much going on. And do you ever find yourself just like, wow, like, when am I going to slow down? Or is you just like, go, go, go? Is no. that your personality? I'm a go, go, go. Okay. Nice. If I'm not moving, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. I have to be moving. Yeah. yeah. What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Mm. Nice. I, that was a good question now that I think about it. I should start asking more people because we're we're a little bit of woo-woo-ies. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're very much like very in tune to what's going on right now and just trying to understand a lot of things, especially with community and just individuals around us who come into our home. We just really want to you know, approach them and understand so much about them because we think that they're a vital part of what we're trying to build here as far as a community and yeah. trying to understand that aspect of them. But yeah, I'm, I, I have a very, like you are so much fun and just like, I imagine that just being at home with you is just like a good time of like you hanging out and just wanting to just make everyone a, a mocktail or have fun, everyone having a good time. Uh, I make my daughter pina chiladas. Um, it's not a colada. It's a chilada because it has no alcohol in it. <laughs> my dad actually would love to make me those. <laughs> he likes pina coladas, and we drink a lot of pina coladas yeah. together. <laughs> uh, I, you know, is there, is there anything that you offhand, you know, you want to talk about? Just because I don't think that for me... I want to I want to approach this something where you can open up and just you know f- be free about what you want to say because I think that what you have here is an opportunity to not only just share you know who you are but an opportunity to share things that people don't really get about you or don't understand about not only you but your business as well and I don't want to miss any opportunities is there anything that I missed offhand no, I don't think so. Um, I I think the mobile industry is gonna grow from here, like yeah. like the Emerald Nomad and the Tap Truck, yeah. and there's a couple others out there. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna grow a new industry, and I think that it's mm-hmm. really important to kind of get in front of it and support these businesses as they're rolling out because you Absolutely. know we're what we're doing is we're trailblazing it for others to come in and. You know, not have to have the brick and mortar and mm-hmm. spend a whole lot of money. So you have to spend yeah. a couple thousand dollars to build something. Mm-hmm. But it's really important to support those businesses because we're here to help you overall. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what the approach is for. I think that's what the concept for most people who are listening to this. Most of the mobile industry business people are just 
very much like you. They want to help and they want to provide the best convenience and best um, just overall like feeling to the to the party or to whatever um, event that you have going on. And I think that's yeah. the most. I think for everyone involved, I have met just a few out of the hundreds that are available. They are all very sweet and nice people, and I want to help every single one of them because <laughs> all of their trucks are freaking awesome. Every single trailer truck mobile business I have been blown away by. I think that like you know, growing up just like being blown away by my dad's little food truck. Now that I think back on it, it's just like nothing compared to what we've approached today. I just blown away about what you guys come up with and what you guys are available like what you have accomplished and have right now it's just really cool and i think it's really important for us all to support each other you know like we're not competition we need to support each other i mean i would love to do a festival with all of them really that would be awesome yeah like who wouldn't love that that would be great yeah I think that the, you have the opportunity to make that happen too as the community grows and builds upon itself. I think as you network too, and you always can use us as a vital resource, please. Oh, you know, thanks, guys. If you guys want, you know, if you want the numbers or what we can do to help out in any sort of way, I want that to become a thing because at the end of the day, that just benefits everyone involved. I it think it would be fun to have, you know, it'd be cool to like say, hey, you know, the, em- the Emerald Nomad's friends with the tap truck, and they're also friends with, um, you know, this. What was the guy in the coffee that we? I always forget his coffee. It's he's parked outside the Pueblo, and I always forget it. It's like Prex, Prex, Prexico or something like that. The mobile. Um, he's got a little scooter that we saw at the event. He's the coffee connoisseur guy. A scooter? He has coffee on a scooter? It's like an Italian scooter yeah, Vespa thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. And he does like Italian espressos. Like it's all in mm-hmm. theme. The yes. whole like expression machine is his back, um, the back of the Vespa. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And it's very like his he's, cool. his, he's cool. The concept is cool, but the coffee in itself is just as good. Yeah. And so it's like, it, to me, having those people connect and knowing that they're friends with one another they like each like they hang out with one another they they enjoy having the um you know the concepts of mobile businesses together i think that that community just needs to like really get in with each other and just make friends with each other because like you said in in itself later down the road you could have cool events where you have all the varieties of different mobile businesses trucks whatever it may be but on top of that, you have this, I feel like when you have them, when they're friends and when they like each other, yes, it is such a better event. It is such a more friendlier environment. People can tell. People can, you know, feel like, okay, I bought from this person. They told me to go over to this next truck and buy such and such from this person. And I think that that works really well. It's all about that collaboration. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> I I very much enjoyed this episode. This has been fun for me because you you don't you know I didn't know what to expect and I just really you know when it comes to these sort of podcasts I want people to understand that you as a business owner is also someone that loves to laugh, loves to enjoy, like has a family. You're not just like 
the 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 uh, business as a whole. You're not just the CEO, the founder. Your mom. Your oh, mom I'm a attorney. whole lot of fun. Yeah, you're a whole lot of fun. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, we're reaching the end here, and I again, I don't want to miss out on anything. I want to make sure that I grab you for for whatever you want to unfold. Is there a spot that you let's put this out into the universe? Is oh, there boy. an event that you would love to be a part of? That we can shout out and make happen. Oh boy, um, no, I don't think that that I have that in my mind right okay. now. I do want to create this festival of all of us getting together, but that's about where it's at. Put that in the air. Okay. I, I want this festival to happen. Yeah. Festival, festival, mobile businesses, and like a big one. I want this at like. Indian Steel Park or Westworld or something. Just oh, that's giant. big. That's I want big. <laughs> I want everyone hearing this. I want you to, you know, if you can call up, uh, call up uh, everyone. Just give yourself an opportunity to make this happen because I think this event would be really cool to like. I think it out. would be great. Yeah, I think so too. So um, at the end, we usually kick it off to you to promote yourself. Let everyone know where they can find you online, all your social media handles, anything and everything. Uh, is there an event that's coming up that you want people to know about and check out? Um, so this is your chance to promote. Okay. My uh, handles are all at the Emerald Nomad. Um, I do have the event coming up in Awatuki, the Festival of Lights. I do that that uh, event every year now and also their... Um, there uh, it's in spring the spring event yeah um other than that uh i just do private events so if anybody needs one if anybody needs a bar let me know i'm doing your wedding coming yes, up yes you are <laughs> i i wanted to keep that on the download but uh, you know we can sit no down no, no, i'm doing down, your wedding uh, I, yes that is true we wanted to also um shout it out in the intro to you know you have been so gracious enough to want to be a part of our wedding and a lot of other people too want to help out and i truly it does help me really like it brings my heart complete joy to know that there are incredible people out there that you know see our see us working very hard and know that our love means that this community keeps growing no matter what like we're we're two people who really enjoy helping out other people and oh this yes podcast is just a part of one part of that and Thank you so much for wanting to Thank you. be a part of our wedding. So that does mean a lot to us very much. So. I'm excited. This backyard is going to be <laughs> rocking. Yes, we are going to we're going to have one hell of a party. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona podcast at our website, findingaz.com, on top of which you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona podcast on every podcast platform that's uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play and it would mean a lot to me if you guys subscribe because a listen for us a like for us is not for just me but the people who come through our doors like the Emerald Nomad here on top of which you can hear a bonus content at our Patreon page patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast where we ask every guest who come through our doors 50 questions of what they like and what they don't like and you will be taking part in that just after this oh no (laughs) (laughs) so again help us out patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast and uh all our social media handles last but not least is under finding arizona podcast twitter instagram facebook we make it easy for you guys to connect with us and with that we say good night to the emerald nomad and to all of you listening out there thank you so much bye-bye good night